have you ever seen um family or whoever put soda in like meat whenever they're marinating yeah um, i actually know there's like some dishes where they add a coconut soda it's called coco rico that's cool. it's like a porter it's like a puerto rican uh coconut soda i believe mm-hmm. yeah and people would add it to like tenderize the meat or just add some other type of flavor mm-hmm. i don't know we don't eat meat so we're just talking out our ass yeah speaking of ass eating um coconut juice this is a new segment for us Yes, yes. <laughs> Tell the people um, what coconut juice is, Carla. Yeah, so coconut juice is essentially a mini episode. So as you can see, Jasmine and I are in two separate areas right now. She's in the closet. I'm in the... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's in LA. I'm in the Bay. And we wanted to keep pushing out episodes. If you are familiar with co- cracking the coconut at all, you'll know that our episodes, we put a good amount of production quality into it, um, but we still wanted to push out episodes when we are separated. And so we came up with this concept called coconut juice. So it's a mini episode. It's going to be no more than 25, 30 minutes, maybe that's pushing it. Um, And we're just going to basically pick a topic and talk out of our ass or ass will be talking. (laughs) So yeah, it's a lot of ass play today. A lot of ass mentioning. So what the fuck are we talking about today, Jazz? What the fuck are we talking about? So uh, as we all know, the past week or so, the new trailer or teaser for The Little Mermaid came out. Yes. And it is starring Miss Halle Bailey. Yes. And, you know, I've I've been following the Bailey sisters for a while now. I used to watch them a lot on Grownish. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had uh, years and years of, of, of career in Hollywood, um, in movies and music. So Little Mermaid trailer came out. I mean, it was announced, I want to say maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, that Hallie was announced to play Ariel. But at the D23 Expo in uh, mm-hmm. Anaheim. It's basically this huge Disney Expo where they talk about all things Disney. So they shared what the timeline of the next Disney movies are and they shared the trailer to the new Little Mermaid movie. And mm-hmm. it is such a simple trailer. I think it's only like 15, 20 seconds. Um, and at the very end, you see Hallie as Ariel singing um, Part of Your World mm-hmm. and... It's so majestic and I'm so excited to see the movie. I am obsessed. I love Little Mermaid growing up. I am, was, will always be a mermaid. So I'm just, I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, man. You know, I grew up watching The Little Mermaid. I had The Little Mermaid sheets uh, set in my twin bed. I shared Mm -hmm. with you that. Um, And, you know, a lot of great songs. It's definitely one of the, you know, Disney movies we all grew up watching. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, Little Mermaid wasn't my favorite, mm-hmm. but I did like the music and the different characters in the movie. Ursula scared the shit out of me. <laughs> she still does. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy how so many people are so upset. I know. That Miss Hallie, beautiful, Bailey, talented, is Ariel. I love watching the TikTok videos that are coming up on my For You page of little black girls watching the trailer for the very first time and Mm -hmm. them getting so excited and just so filled with so much joy and inspiration seeing someone that looks like them on this huge Disney film. And I think that's beautiful. And 
like who are you to try to like take away that happiness from yeah. all these like little black girls yeah definitely you know my niece she's five now and she has uh you know like light brown hair so i don't know if she saw the trailer yet mm-hmm. um but you know I'm, when i see her this weekend i'm gonna play it for her and, and she really loves the little mermaid right now she always sings the songs yep and uh you know she does this thing where she crosses her her legs and she does like mermaid feet it's really mm-hmm. cute uh you know, and I feel like this is such an important uh, moment for her as a as a young mixed child, you know, mm-hmm. and when I was growing up, like I said, it wasn't really my favorite. And when I saw Ariel and she had red hair, I would think, oh, she's a redhead. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't really attracted to redhead people because mm-hmm. I don't have red hair. I'm not light skin. I'm brown. I have black hair. Um, so it would be really interesting down the line to just see how this movie is going to affect her as she watches it. Mm-hmm. Right. Knowing that she's seen the original little mermaid. Yeah. And then as she gets older, when I'm able to have a conversation with her and ask her like, you know, what do you think about it? Like, mm-hmm. what, what was, what, what did it make you feel? You know, even if she might not even remember her first thoughts, cause she's five and I asked her like two years from now, you know, yeah. you're always going to remember what you felt. So she could say so many words like, Oh, I was so happy. I was excited. I was surprised, you know, mm-hmm. anything. I definitely feel like your niece is going to have a bunch of different emotions and reactions, and it's going to change depending on the age you ask her. So you ask her next year, she'll probably say, you know, I was happy. It was cool. It was exciting. I love Little Mermaid. But mm-hmm. then if you ask her again, say when she's 16 and she's gotten a little bit of a different grasp on the world and the way the world moves and how um, just throughout the timeline of Disney movies since Disney has been creating movies. There's been a lack of uh, black Disney princesses Mm -hmm. on, um, you know, on the big screen. And so when she's older, maybe 16, 17, she'll have a different feeling like, oh, when I was younger, I got to witness this. And I think that's really cool. And I have a newfound appreciation for that. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different things. And the thing about Ariel um, and Hallie playing Ariel is that a lot of people um, are really upset because it, it it's taking away from the story. The thing about Hallie playing Ariel um, and her being a black woman, I feel like any person, any non-white person could play Ariel um, because mm-hmm. culture doesn't play an integral part of the story. Yeah. So whether Hallie was um, a Mexican person, an Asian, whatever it may be. Culture is not a driving force in the plot line. It does not drive the characters. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the story. It's literally, you know, a story about a mermaid falling in love with a human. Exactly. And also all Ariel's sisters were mixed. Yeah. Different colors or did different hair, different skin tones. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was kind of not weird when I was growing up, but I but I definitely noticed that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to be interested to see how her sisters are portrayed in this new film. A lot of racists, they use Princess and the Frog as like a counter argument. And they say, well, what if we made Tiana white? And the thing about that is that it doesn't make sense. And that argument's yeah. basically stupid because Tiana being a black woman plays a huge part in the story and it's Mm -hmm. what drives princess and the frog forward she's a black woman uh, in the 1920s 
and she's trying to thrive. Um, even just her friendship with what's her name? The the white girl that she's like best friends with that she grew up with that the mom um, makes dresses for like just that divide. And um, that goes for like a lot of other films too, like Mulan, Moana, mm-hmm. Turning Red, even like culture yeah. derives those films. So it wouldn't make sense if white people played Mulan. So um, there was this uh, this video I saw on TikTok the other day um, about this woman. And she was basically calling out those haters saying there's been many roles where white people got the job over that person of color. Mm -hmm. So whether it be an Asian role, a black role, um, even a role where uh, there was a trans um, a trans person, but they're played by a cis man. You know, it wasn't like a trans actor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's no in the history of acting in Hollywood, there's no uh, end to those uh, examples of a white person taking a role of a person of color, or a person of culture. Mm-hmm. And so that argument is pretty much squashed. Yeah. And, and the thing is, there's been so many um, like there's been so many conversations of how say for example that one scarlett johansson film where she played an asian um, character you know or um what is it the last airbender oh my gosh (laughs) you just triggered me last airbender so (laughs) i loved watching avatar last airbender like it's one of the best cartoons ever even legend of korra is amazing um they butchered that film they butchered the fuck out of it (laughs) You know, and, and those types of stories are so beloved in the, the you know, universe of people mm-hmm. who enjoy that those type of, of genres. And for them to make it white, it offended a lot of people and not just people of, of color, people of culture. It's they offended even white fans because that's not the story. That mm-hmm. is not the face of these characters, yeah. you know, so this isn't the first time. So anybody who has that lame ass ex- uh, excuse or opinion of this isn't right. Like you're just a hater. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, Halle Bailey, she was chosen by Disney. Yes. To play Ariel. She yep. wasn't put there just because they wanted to be, be uh, politically correct or give black people a chance. They put her there because she fucking earned that shit. Yep. And the, di- the director even said Halle was the first one to audition and she set the bar up so high that anyone uh-huh. else who auditioned after her couldn't hit that bar. I so obviously, like the director was like, no one else can like match that. No like, one else best- is Ariel. Yeah. No one else is Ariel. We're picking Halle. And then the original Ariel um, who voiced it in the um, cartoon, mm-hmm. even like co-signed Hallie as Ariel was like, no, she's Ariel. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like white people are so weird. And really, like <laughs> literally there's been so many princesses. How many princesses that are white? Cinderella, yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Snow freaking white. Yeah, Snow there White. Snow White. It's in like, the name. Tangled Princess and the Frog wasn't a movie until like I think it came out what in 2009 maybe really yeah it came out in 2009 I believe and um Snow White was the first Disney princess film to come out and I think that came out in 1952 so from 1952 
to 2009, there's been so many movies and not wow. one of those princesses were black until Princess and the Frog. And then on top of that, Tiana is a frog like for the most for most of the movie, <laughs> for the most of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's crazy. So one of my favorite movies of all time slash favorite Cinderella <laughs> adaptation is the one with Brandy mm-hmm. and Whitney Houston is in it and Whoopi Goldberg's in it. And it's like, if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest it. It's like one of the best Cinderella adaptations. It came out in 1997, 1998. Um, Brandy plays Cinderella. Also, uh, Filipino man plays the prince. Yes. Also. So it's it's a great, the music's awesome. It's just so bright and colorful and it's great. So growing up, I wasn't really into princesses. Nothing like that. I wasn't looking to wear a dress and a tiara. That was just mm-hmm. not my style. However... When it came to female characters or um, just characters in general that I felt drawn to, my favorite Disney character is Simba. Mm-hmm. I love Nala. I love Nai- Nairobi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> name, Nairobi. You know, I just love those characters, you know, and they weren't white. They were lions and they're from Africa. Yeah. You know? and, and in addition to that, the only real like human princess that I really liked was Princess Jasmine. And it wasn't because we have the same name. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly never saw it that way, but it was because she was a brown girl. She was a brown princess. Mm-hmm. All these other princesses did not. I didn't feel connected to and I didn't yeah. care for, you know, and, and even as a kid, when you think about it, how it you know, there was lack of brown and color. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of weird. Like, like you got to think in your head, like, why, why don't I see myself? Yeah. You know? But then no one is telling you that no one is telling you anything about that. You're just mm-hmm. watching the content. And at that point in time, no one was caring about us to see ourselves. Yeah. You know how some people can get, desensitized to certain content say say if they watch a lot of violence they might become desensitized to violent content Mm -hmm. so growing up since we didn't see a lot of characters who looked like us and a lot of um, the media that we would consume whether that was books tv movies whatever it may be was very white centric Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of us got desensitized in a sense to seeing white people that just became the norm because we never saw ourselves until we got a little older and we started to have a different grasp and perspective of the world. And we're like, you know what? I never got to have that type of representation Mm -hmm. and representation is so important. And I think that's why also Filipinos like, you know, cracking the coconut Filipino American podcast. So like, what does this, what does Halle Berry Halle Bailey <laughs> have Halle to do. Yeah. What does Halle Bailey playing Ariel in the new Little Mermaid film? What does a black woman have to do with, you know, our culture? How does this come back to being Filipino? Well, you know, at the bottom line, it's all about representation and accurate representation at that. You mm-hmm. know, like we started this podcast after four white dudes wanted to start a wine bar called Barcada and it had nothing to do with uh, Filipino people, Filipino culture. It was Mm -hmm. appropriation, not representation. 
I mean, appropriation, not appreciation. Um, oh. And it wasn't an accurate representation of the Filipino people and its community and the culture. Um, and I feel like if we let our culture continue to be whitewash, then it's like, how else will our community be colonized in different ways? Because it's like it starts off with taking a word or it starts off with no representation. And then after that, we get completely wiped off. You know, the accessibility of learning other Filipino languages besides Tagalog is very hard. Representation can ignite an entire generation and ignite an entire community to do so much. Yeah. A lot of the haters might not see this as significant, but it's very significant to a bunch of people because before, you know, not not even very long ago, we were the the sidekicks, the background. But now that we're Mm -hmm. in the forefront, we get the shine. Yeah. But those haters need to also understand that in addition to us getting that shine, it allows them the opportunity to kind of relive and see the story in another way, like mm-hmm. a readaptation, a readaptation of the original. And nobody wants the same shit. It's boring. Yeah. You know, so so I just don't understand too why people don't like change. Yeah. And always want the same consistency of stories of culture of you know styles of you know like i just don't understand why you want to live in a world that's the same all the time this isn't no damn pleasant deal like yeah. sometimes i sit there and i think about um films that have say like a white cast and i think about how different those stories would be if um the the person was a person of color for example twilight if bella were a filipino woman you know that part in the second Twilight film slash book where after Edward breaks up with her, she's like sitting on her ass for like five months being unproductive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> if Bella were a Filipino woman, there was no way she'd be sitting on her butt because her mom or her dad would <laughs> go into her room and be like, Anak, get up. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> like, clean your room. Bathe, yeah. you stinky. Yeah. You know, like there would be no way she'd be just sitting there for months, just sitting on her butt. Yeah. Like if she were a Filipino woman, she would have to force herself to rise above that hurt and that heartbreak and continue moving forward. She would have to continue going to school and studying. She would have to continue doing so much like there's no way she would be sitting on her butt all day if she were a Filipino woman. Yeah, no way. And that's the thing, too, like. A Filipino kid or like a Mexican kid is going to look at those stories and be like, what's wrong with them? Or maybe think like, well, why do I have to do it? Bella was sitting on her ass all day, you know? Yeah. So it's a weird cultural like. Integration, non-integration. That's Um, pretty funny, though. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I think about it like, you know, because I I watch a lot of films and TV shows and I always wonder, okay, like if this character was Filipino and not white, how much would the plot line change? Because if yeah. you think about it, in real life, culture is what moves people. It it's kind of mm-hmm. what it it is what it's how people move in a way throughout life based on culture. Like for example, 
if we go to someone's house, if I go to someone's house, that's say not Filipino or whoever, mm-hmm. I always ask, is this a no shoes household? Because I grew up, you always take off your shoes. You know, when you get to the front of the door, you never yeah. bring dirty shoes inside the house. So I always ask. It's a respect thing. Or if someone yeah. comes over, you're always giving them food. You know, you're offering them something that's, you know, very prevalent in the Filipino culture. And so it kind of dictates the way we step forward into life. Culture does. And so it would make sense within movies and characters that culture would also continue to push you forward. Yeah, man. See, and that goes into a realm that's more complicated because there's clearly no progression Mm-hmm. or a very uh, delayed progression in that department. Yeah. And, you know, so I'm all about it. This co- the quote unquote controversy, these conversations, mm-hmm. I'm all about it. And I'm sure Halle Bailey and Disney knew that coming into this, when we released yeah. this teaser, we got to prep for all the stuff that's coming. We know it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, you know, keep pushing those buttons. So shout out to Disney for putting Halle Bailey on and somebody of color someone mm-hmm. who's very, very talented. It's not easy to be a Disney singer. Not everybody has it. It sucks that we always have to go through these struggles of, you know, proving to people that we belong. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. We're in these positions and we're doing it. So if people are going to hate, they're going to hate. We just keep on trucking, man. For any Filipinos that are unsure about Hallie playing The Little Mermaid, Again, it all comes back down to representation. And I know there's a lot of Filipinos out there that weren't particularly happy with uh, Joe Coy's movie. They thought it sucked. And so, you know, because the representation wasn't accurate and it was um, an obnoxious portrayal of Filipino people. And a lot of people are very upset about that. And so um, if we want to see films with Filipino people in there, um, you know, it's kind of letting the world know that we are demanding a supply of representation, you know, because it doesn't feel good that when you're watching these films, especially Disney and Disney is a huge, huge, huge corporation Mm -hmm. um, that gets millions of dollars in the box office whenever they release a new film. It doesn't feel good that time after time after time, these princesses that we look up to that we can dress up as our kids can dress up as Mm -hmm. um, are always white. It's not fair. It's not, it's not cute because there's princesses everywhere and anyone can be a princess. You know, a princess. <laughs> she's a princess. She says it all the time. I do. <laughs> um, you know, I, I was in Disneyland earlier in the week, and mm-hmm. you know, you see all the little girls or all the little kids, whoever wants to dress up in a princess costume, and you see, you know, little white kids wearing a Moana costume, mm-hmm. wearing a Mirabelle costume from Encanto. You see them wearing. Um, you know, Princess and the Frog, mm-hmm. but no one's telling them they can't wear it. Yeah. Those little girls, those little kids choose to wear it because they like it. They just see it as someone they're drawn to and they um, they like, they enjoy, mm-hmm. they maybe want to be or see mm-hmm. parts of that character that they want to be or that they admire. And I'm hoping that they're going to wake up and grow up to be an adult that's more open minded. Mm-hmm. 
And shout out to the parents for letting them wear that, you know? Yeah. You know, it's funny. So like one last thing before we wrap it up, I saw this TikTok video of these three little white kids watching the new Little Mermaid trailer. And the like the question that they had, you know, it was it had nothing to do with Hallie or anything like that. It was more so like, wear her goggles because she was underwater. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, okay. Have you seen that one TikTok? where the little girl's watching. She's a little white girl. And she's like, uh-huh. I kind of like, is that Whitney Houston? Yes. Oh <laughs> my gosh. She was like, yeah, she was like looking at it and she was so confused and she kept looking at her mom was like, is that Whitney <laughs> Houston? <laughs> I did not expect that. Yeah. One of the best reactions <laughs> ever. Yeah. And it just goes to show like that prejudice and racism is Toss. something that is taught. You know, it's something that you are taught you are not born it. And so, you know, clearly those parents are doing a good job of making sure that their little white kids don't grow up to be little shits. So good job, parents. (laughs) Closing. Uh, Little Mermaid, I can't wait for it to come out. I wish it was not May 2023, but we get a We get a brown Little Mermaid, a brown. Yay. I love it. Okay. Um, if you like these mini this mini episode, we'll definitely be having more of these. Um, it's kind of just like a talking out of our ass type of thing, but we will have like one specific topic. And if you like whatever we're talking about and you want us to expand and have like a full-fledged episode about it, then definitely let us know let us know, you know, shoot us a DM. Uh, put it in the comments, whatever. Definitely share. Follow us on all of our social media. We're at Cracking the Coconut on Facebook and Instagram, at Cracking the Cocoa on Twitter and TikTok. Uh, we also have a website, crackingthecoconut.com. And yeah, I think, yeah, we're good. I think we're good. Sick, bro. Coconut juice. Yes. Okay, Coconut cool. Coconut juice. Coconut juice. <laughs> hey, you ever seen that TikTok where the girl's like, what she's saying she's like period ah period 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 she's like her tongue is like hella period ah and she's then she's like period ah yeah and she's hella offbeat